My guest today is a brilliant singer-songwriter who is on tour with Steve Hackett's band as vocalist for The Genesis Revisited. He also has a brand new solo album coming out on May 26th called The Bride Said No. I'm pleased to welcome Nad Sylvan. Uh, nice to meet you, sir. How are you? Well, I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Let's start with the Hackett tour. I mean, uh, you've been playing a bunch of shows now. How many years have you been doing this now? I passed four years in March, so I'm, I'm, I'm into my fifth year with Steve Hackett. That's amazing. I mean, did you imagine it'd be still going on this long when he called you? I don't think anyone did, really. <laughs> um, you know, no, I didn't. Well, I, I was due for a year, I know that, in 2013. And then the demand of continuing the whole thing was quite big. And Steve decided to do another year, which, uh, you know, uh, enabled me to, to continue with him. And, um, and then it just grew and grew and grew and more demands on other other territories such as South America and other places we hadn't been to yeah. was on the agenda. And so I, I just continued with him. And, and uh, now I'm a permanent member of his touring band. You know, I didn't expect this to happen, but it did. And yeah. I'm extremely grateful for it because it, it made, turned me into a professional musician. I, I quit my day job two years ago, you know. Congratulations on that. That's great. Uh, you know, give a quick uh, sort of rundown for those that haven't haven't heard the, the the story. And I know it's sort of a long one your whole career, but you just you know getting to the point where Steve Hackett found you and called you and and getting into the band. How'd that happen? Well, to, to cut a long story short, you know, um, most of my fans know that I've been you know I've been into music all my life, and but uh, and trying to you know make it. For years and years and years, I'm talking about the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and the noughties. Um, Steve called me in, is it five? Yes, five years ago, uh, when it was a known fact that he was going to go out and do Genesis Revisited live. He needed a singer, and um, uh, I current I previously cut an album called Uniform back in 2008 with a friend, Christian Thornton aka Bonamici we made an album uh, to honor Genesis with our own stuff we wanted to just for fun and games you know, started up very innocently just like let's do let's do Genesis sounding music because we're huge massive Genesis fans and and halfway through it turned very serious and we cut a record deal and, and had that album out in 2008 and this guy who hosts the Night of the Prog Festival in, in Germany uh, Lorelei uh, last chance that I really loved the album and and got to know me. I, I can't really remember how, but when it was a known fact, it was gonna, Gen, Steve was going to go out and do the Genesis Revisited. Uh, Winfried, that's the guy's name, the promoter for the Night of the Prog Festival, contacted Steve and said, "You need to get Nat Sylvan into your band, you know, for this." And Steve went online and saw some YouTube clips of me and Ages of Mercy, the band I had previously with Roy and Stall, Flower Kings. And so, yeah, that's probably the guy. And invited me over to London, and I met him five years ago. And he said, "Well, you got the job, mate." And and <laughs> and that's that's how it all came about. And I started recording with him for the Genesis Revisited Two album, and that was released in the autumn. And then we started touring in thirteen, and I've been on you know the payroll since then. <laughs> you know, as a fan of Genesis, it's the greatest thing that these tours keep happening, and and touring the world and he's come back around our way down here in Florida a couple of times and you know that music True. is just so great and so treasured 
that uh, and you guys do it so well, so perfect to the originals that um, they're amazing shows. And anybody that has not seen it is really missing out. They need to go see these shows. Well, thank you. I, I've, I, you know, we we we're all fans of the music. We're all very dedicated to Steve. Um, and there's nothing better than than seeing him happy after a show. You know that that that's the reward, really. Yeah. Um, you know, also of course the audience, but seeing Steve happy over what we have achieved that night is the biggest reward ever, really, because we, you know, he's our hero. Right. And, yeah, absolutely. Um, and we, so, so it's, 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 we're still on cloud nine over this. <laughs> What's the most challenging song or songs for you vocally um, on, on the, the decent recent tours, the, you know, either the ones you're doing now or, or in previous ones from Genesis? I, I, I'll be very honest with you. Uh, it, it, it First couple of years, or the first year, it was always Afterglow because of the last bit there, you know. Mm. And I would search everywhere to hear your call, where it really needs, I go way up high in the register and, and it needs a, 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 you know, a powerful voice. I was struggling the first, first couple of months with that bit. It was out of my range. Uh, I'm talking back in 13 now, you know, mm. when I was new in the band. Uh, and I didn't always cut it, and it was really embarrassing for me because in the mid range I had no problem at all. You know that that's my strength. That, uh, but but now my voice has gotten so much stronger from all. You know I've, I've done more than three hundred shows with Steve now, and so my confidence has gained just as well as my strength. The diaphragm is stronger. I'm just like you know it's like a wall of iron really. My if I touch if I touch my diaphragm, I can't believe how strong it has gotten. <laughs> And, and, you know, to support those high notes, it, it's it, I've really discovered, you know, a new way of singing throughout these years with with him. And so but still, sometimes I feel, am I going to cut it tonight? But I, I find it quite effortless to do Afterglow, the, you know, now. But usually what is the toughest for me is not really to, to be able to reach the high notes or the difficult parts is actually to convey the songs in a in, in a you know convincing way and, and you know it has to do a lot to do with breathing and 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 and, and to, to just hit the notes in a way that's pleasant to the ear right and usually that those are always the newest songs that has you know because uh, we we just did, did a couple of shows in america we 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 went back and did suppers ready for you know with a full orchestra in buffalo uh that was amazing uh, I hadn't sung that song in, in two years, I believe, but uh, it was it was all there. It was still there because I'd done it so many times. I just had, basically had to do a run through, and 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 it was all there. And that was also a bit daunting to me, you know, in the beginning to do "Supper's Ready" because I was really struggling, the hard parts to sing, and then all those lyrics to remember. Right. Yeah. But, all the lyrics for one is probably crazy for that one song. You'd be amazed how how much that sticks to your muscle memory because that's where it all goes. You know, like a right. dancer, he, the dancer doesn't think about what's the next step. It's, it's in the muscle memory. It's basically the same thing for a musician or a singer. It goes to a certain place of your brain, and you remember it in right. in, 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 in that kind of way. And so, um, what what's a bit daunting is the, the newer songs uh, that you might lose a lyric here or there because. It hasn't gotten to a certain department of your brain that it needs to go to stick with you, you know. Sure. So, so that that it's, it's more that aspect rather than the singing itself. 
I'd say. Um, well, uh, jumping a little forward, you have a new album out. Um, the Bride Said No comes out May 26th. Um, the follow-up to Courting the Widow, which was a yeah. fantastic album uh, as Thank well. You. Uh, you know, talk about getting back right away to, to writing and recording this one. What was the inspiration and, and how long was, was the process for you? Oh, if you compare to Courting the Widow... That was a collection of songs that I've written from 2009 up until 2015. So that was like six years span of, of, of you know, cherry picking the songs I thought would work for an album. Um, whereas this one, every, all, all the songs were written last year, within and, and written and recorded and produced within, uh, I'd say, seven months which gives a freshness to it all and more of a statement of well, this is where I'm now, you know. Yeah. So it's a bit more coherent, I feel. I was just going to cough because I, <laughs> <laughs> no I haven't, <laughs> I still have a cold I had for four yeah. weeks now. It just won't go away. You know, one of those colds that just won't go away. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm better now, but I've been struggling for a bit. But Yeah, I'm fighting um, with myself. It's horrible. But, um, I, I just feel that these songs. I, I've also collaborated with some people on this ac on this record. I've co-written a couple of songs with other people, which I found extremely rewarding because they sort of open up new doors for me uh, as a songwriter. Uh, and I said, "Oh, I can do this! I didn't realize I could do this." You know what I mean? It's just like it's like a new chapter, and I felt that made me elaborate made me grow as a songwriter for instance there's a there's a track on the album called um when the music dies which is going to come out as a video in a couple of days where um you know a very he's a very he's a very established songwriter from sweden done a lot of work with um for instance nightwish was this great great metal prog band right. um just gave me the basics of a song it was with the rhythm pattern a couple of chords and I, I, I wrote the top line and the lyric to that one. And and so, uh, it, so it was very rewarding to hear what I could do with other people's ideas. Yeah, I think that the the, the last album uh, had a, a very much a, a Genesis sound to it, which I, I think you're, you're a fan. You used to be in a band that em emulated Genesis, as you said. So that seemed kind of natural. This album still has sort of that vibe but but it, it it's a whole new approach to it i feel like it's 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 not exactly like that would you would you no agree? it goes yeah completely agree with you it it goes further and um it brings the whole sort of w my sort of previous world into the the future or even into the now more it's not so it's not so resounding of the, the 70s. It's more like I'm bringing maybe some of my roots into the current, um, yeah. um, you know what I mean? More yeah. contemporary kind of sounding, sounding uh, music. And, and uh, I, 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 that's where I need to go. I need to move on. You know, I can't linger in that same, you know, that's not exciting. You, I'm, I'm, I feel now that I'm sort of, maybe I'm fostering myself, I'm fostering my fans, so this is where I want to go now. You want to, you want to, you want to, like, you want to, you know, follow me into the future, you're more than welcome, you know. Yeah. No, I think that's, that's what comes across with it for sure. And, and uh, I mean, there's some outstanding guest performances on this thing too. Um, you know, that the song, uh, is it What Have You Done? 
which um, oh, yeah. th- that is just outstanding. Uh, with uh, You have G- Guthrie Govan on it and Steve Hackett both play, right, it, doing solos. And um, h- How did you get that to happen, and what was recording that like? That is an that that track uh, to me probably is the highlight of the album. Well, one of the highlights, but definitely uh, the if you want to cherry pick one song, that is, uh, <laughs> it, it is the it's, it's outstanding that track. Really, yeah. it, it it moves me in a way that no one no other song can do. Uh, it, because it, you know that song, it's strange how that came about because I, I had this um, girl uh, Jade. Um, uh, whom I'm work known for years, and and she's been on my previous uh, solo records as well, and uh, we decided to write a song together. So I picked her up at the train station. She she wrote it already on the train coming out. She had already written the first couple of lines, you know, li- lyrics for a new song, and and uh, there was no music, we just lyrics, and we finished the lyrics off together that evening, just humming along. And the next day was that by my keyboards and I started to play the piano and we just we, there was a melody there and uh, and and, and we, we we cut the lyrics in, to half because we had an extent a boundless of lyrics to that you know, what do we really need so we we took the best lines and mm-hmm. and then I'll, I'll, here I can hear the baffle band coming in you know and and and, and then I, I had previously met um, Andy Latimer of Camel you know um, when we mm-hmm. toured uh, Japan uh, earlier um, last year, and we hit it off, and you know, you know, I, I, I contacted him and asked him, "Would you be keen on, you know, tracking a solo for me on on on, on a ballad I've done?" Uh, because I'm a huge fan of this song called "Ice." That's from uh, Camel's album. I can see your house from here. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know that his guitar solo there really, you know, it, 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 I always shed a tear when I hear that. It's mm-hmm. just absolutely a, 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 you know, it's a, it's a gem. It's a pearl. And um, I thought of him. I heard his voice there, and I thought, "Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask him." You know, at the time he was gonna do it, he he took ill. He, he I think, he went into hospital. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, and I was like, "What am I gonna do now?" And then, uh, so I was talking to Nick Beck. Said, Why don't you ask Guthrie? You know, Guthrie might be able to do it. And so I did ask him, and um, he said, "Yeah, sure, I'll do it." And uh, I was, <laughs> I was kind of amazed by Guthrie Govan. My goodness, you know, he's, he's a demon on guitar. And I thought, okay. Uh, at the time, also Steve Hacker was going into the studio and record bits for me, and I thought that, um, what? Why don't? I don't know Guthrie. I haven't met him, you know. And uh, time passed by. I didn't hear back from him, and I was thinking, oh Christ, you know maybe he doesn't have time to do it all. And I, I had a deadline for the album. So I asked Steve, would you do it for me as well? You know, because he was going into the studio anyway to record a couple of songs for me. And uh, they both ended up delivering on the same day, believe it or not, you know. Oh, now, wow. So which made me extend the piece, uh, you know, like another round of the solo. And and the last one to track his, his uh, instrument for me was uh, Don Perry uh, on drums who'd uh, latch on to what they were playing, you know, so made it sound more real. And Tony Levin as well tracked his bass on that song. So it's, uh, yeah, it turned into a, a bloody epic, didn't it? You know, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. a very strong track. The first time I heard the the album, that absolutely was, was the one that stood out for me too. I was like, the, the, the guitar playing on this is insane. It, it really is tremendous. Uh, congratulations on that one. 
Well, uh, thank you. And I, I'm, t I'm completely in awe of that track. Uh, and I think I, I felt that, okay, I, I might as well just, you know, cut my, the greatest song I've ever done. That's how I felt. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So you have a whole sort of uh, imagery that you bring to your albums, which you call the Vampirate. And, and it's, it's, you know, a lot of ships and, and, and that kind of stuff. You know, is that from just your love of, of uh, certain books and, and things that you read? Or, or where does that come from, that whole image? The vampire actually comes from the early days with Steve when I was, I was on stage with a long coat and and uh, you know my sinister stage makeup and uh, I was holding spyglass for Watch of the Skies and one of the uh, I think we played the Richfield uh, the Playhouse Richfield Playhouse in, in Connecticut and one of the staff said you look like a you look like a vampire, but you also look like a pirate. <laughs> and she said, I know, you look like a vampire. And I thought, hmm, interesting. Because I always saw myself as like, a, you know, like almost like a 17th century French aristocrat or something like that, you know, being a bit over the top with the long hair and the makeup, you know, right. a bit camp. And I always thought that, because my, 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 um, my stage persona, I guess it derives quite a lot from the 70s were you know the likes of bowie cooper you know that kind of people sure, and the, yeah. the flamboyancy the freddie mercury and all that stuff because uh, you know that's that's that those are my 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 roots really and so i thought why not elaborate on this the this vampire character and, and i brought him into um uh, my songs and uh, i thought well it's kind of unique isn't it and and you know, you heard of a vampire and you heard of a pirate, but you haven't really heard of a vampire. <laughs> so it's, it's it's just a gimmick, really, and yeah. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it, and and I, I like to to elaborate on that. And um, so that's why there's also this vampire anthem on this new album called "Crime of Passion." That's another great song. <laughs> that's oh, that's a stuff. fun song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that sort of all plays into the whole Prague music, right? I mean, that was a big sort of a big thing in the genre the 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 imagery and the album covers and the and sort of the story by genesis is is all about that yeah. back then so it, it it really fits doesn't it do you prefer now that you've been uh now recording more and putting out your own material um you know do you do you find that you tend to enjoy that more or, or is it still getting out on stage and and performing that that you enjoy more i i i you know it's like two ex Two um, two extremes, really. Um, it's like two different kind of, of. If you want to look at it, the, the, the job aspect of the whole thing, you know, uh, sitting, being in your studio, composing, producing, all that. It, it's not even the same thing as being on stage. It's like two different things, really. And I, I, they're both very rewarding. You have a song you're working on, you know, you, you hear where it's going, and it's very rewarding when it gets, you know, it gets beyond your expectations, especially having these beautiful artists, you know, musicians um, doing their thing on your music um, and brings it to a new level. And you get to produce it all and mix it all. And you my goodness, what, what do I do with this? Or I need more of this. I mean, more of that. And, and, and um, and going on stage and meeting the, the audience and, and performing, that's a completely different beast. Um, I, I absolutely love the whole aspect of, of, of being an artist and being able to do it all, 
I, I can't say that I prefer anything. I think that it's both very rewarding, and one thing, you know, feeds off the other. Um, it, uh, you know, uh, all I can say is that I love it all, and I wouldn't be without any of it. Well, that's great. And, and let me just say, uh, seeing you uh, perform live, um, my favorite moment in seeing you uh, guys with the Genesis thing is, is always uh, the musical box, which I think is uh, just one of the highlights of music ever made. And uh, you, when you guys perform that, it is absolutely just one of the best things there is to see. Well, bless your heart for that. Uh, you know, I, it, it, it's, it's, it is the show closer still, uh, and for good reason. I know when we did the first shows this, this year, it was early in the set. And Steve said, no, no, it has to go to the end. It has to be at the end of the show, because that was always the song that made the all the the whole audience stand up and just cheer. Yeah, you know, it was totally. a very. It, it was the moment. There was that, that the classic Genesis moment. If we didn't do "Supper's Ready," which was, you know, there was there were those songs were both in the early sets, but now we don't do "Supper's Ready" uh, because of favor of, of the Wind and Wandering material. But we 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 still have musical box in there, and we played it so many times, and we're really taking it to a, a new level again. You know. Uh, I'm amazed, uh, you know, by the energy that that everyone puts into it, and and the audience feels it. They can feel it that, it, you know, it doesn't really get much better than this. No. And we can all, and you know, it's, it's so rewarding to still perform that piece. That's awesome. Uh, well, listen, Ned, this has been a pleasure, man. Great to finally speak with you uh, about everything you're doing. And uh, I, I, right now, man, you're one of the just the best voices in, in Prague and, and in rock. So I'm really happy for your success and for the new album. Um, Thank you. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, listen, I hope you guys keep touring and, and that we get to see you again wherever that is uh, going to be. Sure. Well, we, we're going to do the Cruise to the Edge next year again. That's right. Yep. And uh, I think there might be some more shows uh in the u.s because of that once we're over why why we just go back you know there You're might right. be some more things happening i don't know that for sure but the, I, I think that probably would be in the you know in the making awesome all right thank you man have a good one and uh, we'll be in touch all right then thank you roy thank you bye bye-bye thanks to nad for the interview we're going to close with a track off of the bride said no this is the new single when the music dies for upcoming news and interviews, please check theprogreport.com, follow us on Facebook, add The Prog Report on Twitter, or download the podcast on iTunes. Thanks.
fading to black The light gets so strong I feel it's pulling me back To the last fight But then who am I To question fate Or is it too late for bailing Oh
dies. Die.